Welcome, welcome back to the Wise Up, Rise Up podcast. Thank you so much for clicking on this episode. If you are new to my podcast, make sure you're subscribing to this podcast to stay inspired to wise up and rise up above these narcissists. If you clicked on this episode, you want to hear me talk more about why is it that some narcissists have such long-term relationships, right? And I get this question asked a lot. There's a lot of people who ask me all the time, like, why is it that the narcissist will be in a long-term relationship if they're so toxic, right? And there are some people that comment on my page and, you know, I have meetings with and they tell me, you know, I was too like you. I was in I was with my narcissist for 18 years, for 25 years, some people 30 years, 40 years. And I get this question for some people who weren't in a relationship that long with the narcissist. Why is it that, you know, some narcissists being (coughs) have such long term relationships or people stay and the, you know, with a narcissist, if they know that the, the person is treating them bad or they're toxic, I can, I only tell and give advice based off of my knowledge and what I've experienced hands on or what I have learned, right? I don't like to pinpoint and say, this is the exact answer. No, because at the end of the day, <coughs> I believe that everybody's situation and everybody experiences certain situations differently, right? The narcissist has a personality disorder. So their personality disorder and the patterns and the traits that they have do not change, but the types of relationships that they have and the types of environments that they have do fluctuate and change. Not everybody's situation is going to be the same as, you know, my situation and what I explained that I stayed for 18 years. I can explain to you based based off of my hands-on experience and why I stayed for 18 years and what I noticed, you know, from what I learned from different people that I spoke to. Um, The reason behind that is, again, narcissists prey on certain quality types of people, depending on what it is that they're lacking with inside themselves, right? So if you see a narcissist who is, let's say, financially stable, not all of them are broke, lazy, not working, whatever. That's not the case. You know, there's some narcissists that they're actually doing really well with them, like for themselves. Like, look at these freaking celebrities that you're finding out that they're freaking hands on narcissists. That shows you right then and there that not all narcissists are broke and, you know, have nothing or whatever the case may be. It just depends on their lifestyle and their environment, what they grew up, grew up in. So at the end of the day, you'll find some narcissists where they're financially okay. They will prey on maybe younger, younger people, whether it be man, woman, whatever, because there's no exact sex for a narcissist. You know, a narcissist can be a woman and can be a man. I've, you know, heard horrific stories with men who have experienced women that are narcissists, right? So at the end of the day, they could prey on somebody who's younger, right? That doesn't have much, right? Maybe they, or they could prey on a single mother who, you know, just got out of a toxic relationship and doesn't drive. Um, you know, they make more than that single mother. So then that way they can gain more access and control over your whereabouts or what, because I know that's how it was with me. When my ex first met me, he swept me off the foot, my feet, and he kind of like took care of me. You know what I mean? He was my caregiver. He was more like a father figure for me. He 
knew that I had a toxic, I came from a toxic home, a toxic environment. I didn't have a father who was there for me. And he kind of prayed off of that. You know what I mean? He was like a father figure to me. You know, he drove me everywhere. I couldn't go nowhere unless I was taking my daughter. He, you know, paid for my taxis or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Even though if I had my own money, he was more so the breadwinner who made more than me. That's for sure. And like, again, he was again, like a father figure to me. And he knew that I came from a broken home where I didn't want my daughter to grow up in a broken home. So for me, I stayed so long because it's like I was addicted to the highs and the lows. And I think a lot of people who stay so long, they are addicted because that's literally the chemical reaction that helps that happens inside of your mind is scientifically proven that the trauma you experience with a narcissist because of the highs and the lows the chemical reaction that's given off inside of your mind is literally like a person who is on heroin that the chemical reactions that they get from the hem- uh, the heroin that gives off to their brain that's how fucked up and serious it is when you're in a, a, in a narciss- narcissistic relationship because you're constantly, you know, desiring and fiending for that high again for them to treat you good because you know that they can. So you're so obsessed with trying to get that, you know, high again of feeling good because you know that they're capable of doing it, but they're only capable of doing it to a certain extent because of the, and again, their personality disorder, they lack empathy. So they're not caring for you and treating you like that because of the fact that they care for you, they love you or whatever. No, because they lack their part of their personality disorder is they lack empathy to feel those, those emotions of actually truly loving somebody and caring for them. Right? So at the end of the day, People who stay in a narcissistic relationship for so long is because uh, nine times out of 10, I found that a lot of them come from broken homes, right? A lot of them maybe came from, you know, a past relationship that was really hurtful, that was really traumatizing or whatever. And they thought that because the, the narcissist is so good of wearing a mask to come in and show you that they're the, you know, perfect person for you. It's like you get so manipulated, you know, so easily because they show all they mimic like a, like like a chameleon. They mimic exactly what it is that they know that you desire and you want. To, and it's like they come sweep you off of your foot and give you all this stuff in the love bombing face. And then it's just like, again, you get attached to that person, addicted to them, you know, feeling holding on that they'll change because if you love them enough that they'll change and I know in a lot of relationships some people have certain strengths than others some people have the strengths to say enough is enough and actually move on a lot earlier than some and and there is some people that are caught up in situations where maybe they have a kid with the narcissist and they're doing everything possible to make the relationship work for the kid maybe you know what I mean they have before they met the narcissist they had codependency issues i know i did so through that codependency issue that i had it just amplified when i was with the narcissist so at the end of the day that you see there's so many other things to take into consideration and why a person stays that long with the narcissist right so 
at the end of the day, when you see other people, and I get questioned that all the time, like, whoa, why'd you stay 18 years? People who have not experienced narcissistic abuse and the highs and the low and the addiction will not understand it because they're not getting that, they're not feeling those emotions and the chemical reaction that's going on inside of your brain that's making you, you know, stay and be addicted to wanting to get that high from that person. You know what I'm saying? So when you stay, it's just like, Really and truly, you're just like fighting for for this person to see you and you and then see your value and see your love. And because it's not always bad, you keep holding on to the hope that one day it'll get better. And the narcissist is so good at manipulating you, right? And, you know, being pathological liars that, that, that they are, because again, that's their personality disorder. It's like you believe so thorough that they, when they plead and they beg and they cry and they say that they're going to change, you honestly do believe them, right? And again, you get caught in this pattern that becomes normal. Like it's literally outside people who don't have never experienced the trauma and experienced a narcissist will never understand but a person who is in the relationship it's like you literally feel like this is normal like this is what your life is because you're so conditioned from the manipulation from you know the from the person being a, a pathological liar and being able to lie to you so easily it's like you literally like again become like this is your lifestyle this is how it is and it's norm it becomes normal to you i remember when i was going through you know the the abuse from my narcissist mentally emotionally he will come back and he'll say sorry he'll say this he'll say that and then it's just like it becomes so normal like we had a toxic pattern that let's say he would hit me or spit in my face or argue with me or whatever i'll be like okay well you know, go buy me a, like, buy me a purse, you know, because I was so materialistic and I, and I felt like that's the only way that I would be able to feel happy is for him to show me that he can spend money on me, right? Because that was one of the patterns that we, we, we had, right? Is that he would do whatever he fucking wanted to me. And as long as he bought me a purse, we're good after the next day. And that's a toxic pattern that we created because again, I felt like that's the only way that he can show me show love to me is is finance financially right but at the end of the day he was doing every he wasn't he was never showing me affection he wasn't cuddling me like we had arguments about sex all the time you know what i'm trying to say because at the end of the day like certain things that i wanted to show true intimacy he could never give me because of the fact that again true narcissists lack empathy right they lack those certain emotions to give you that that full connection that you so desire and you so want with the narcissist and this is why y'all they can literally in one day find a new supply and let you go with no remorse because that happened to me you know what i'm saying my ex literally dropped me the next slept with me and the next day told me he mo- he's moving in with a new girl that I had no idea about. And we were constantly sleeping with each other for the whole time. So at the end of the day, that just shows that that person lacks remorse, right? So when you stay with somebody for so long, again, you're constantly just holding on to the hope that 
that that person will change. And I, you know, I noticed that nowadays with inflation and just everything's going on with this society, a lot of people stay because it's comfortable. It, it's comfortable in the sense of everybody's financial situation is different. So some people stay with the narcissist because financial situations are you would be tighter and they would have to figure out so many different things so, so different so many different things you know to figure out their financial situation so they stay because it's easier financially maybe some people um you know have a kid with the narcissist and like at the end of the day they want to hold on to their family so their family can stay together or it's a lot more easier to take care of the kids because you know because it'll be a lot more challenging and they'll face a lot more difficulty if they leave the narcissist so there's just so much things to take into consideration when you see other people stay with the narcissist for so long and you got to understand that these people are so freaking good at manipulating you and love bombing they are absolutely just so good at what they do so it just depends on the person and, you know, how strong they are mentally, emotionally to say when enough is enough and everybody's enough is enough is not like everybody. Everybody doesn't have that same threshold to take on, you know, abuse for such a long period of time. Some people can have they have that threshold and they do accept the abuse for so long because at the end of the day you know their fear of leaving and the fear of losing the narcissist is way more stronger than their fear of keep going through this over and over again right so everybody's fear weighs out different everybody's threshold weighs out different everybody's you know, strength mentally and emotionally weighs out different. It's just depending on what what that person is experienced before the narcissist or experienced, you know, um, you know, when they were in their childhood. Like I said, I experienced a lot of fucked up shit before I met the narcissist and then meeting him when he love bombed me, I thought it was amazing. I thought that I'm not gonna get any better than this. You know what I mean? And then as I started to get abused mentally and emotionally, it's just, again, I grew up in a household where that was normal. You know, I grew up seeing my mom get abused from my my dad and my, my dad was a narcissist. So to me, staying in that relationship was just like, it was normal, right? So everybody's situation is different. And this is why one year, two years, three years, four years can go by and you still stay with the narcissist. And at the end of the day, a narcissist is never going to pick up and leave from you if you keep accepting what they're doing. Or if they see that it's easy for them to cheat on you behind your back and you never be able to find out, then they'll always stay with you. Because at the end of the day, they're having their cake and eat it too, right? Everybody's situation is just different. So when you ask, oh man, like, why did I stay for so long? You just, it, you did the best that you can at that situation. Because when I look back and I say to myself, holy shit, why did I allow this person to treat me this way for so long? Is like at the end of the day, I did the best 
that I could with the knowledge that I had at that situation coming from a toxic home, coming from not knowing any better. You know what I mean? Coming from not knowing how to love myself, not knowing what boundaries look like, not knowing what self-worth looks like, right? All these things we don't know when we're with a toxic person and a a narcissist, right? A lot of people are uneducated about narcissism. Don't even know what, I know that I was with my ex for 18 years and never even knew what narcissism was. I didn't really even take in the mental and emotional damage that this person did to me. You know what I mean? Until he discarded me. So at the end of the day, again, everybody's situation is different right and every threshold to accept and tolerate the narcissist is different right and again everybody's situation and their traumas and what they experienced in life before the narcissist is different the only thing that stays the same is the narcissist and how good they are in manipulating you and you know lying to you and love bombing you and and showing you all what you want whenever they want to get what they want from you or they see that you're starting to slip away to you know swoop you up and be that beautiful person that they they, you want them to be that's all a show that's all an act and as each year goes by you'll you'll keep going through it and keep learning little by little like, hey, this is not what I want. I'm not going to put up with this no more. Your threshold and your um, enough is enough could be two years, three years, five years, six years, seven years, eight years. Only you can know when enough is enough. Only you can know. And, and that no psychiatrist, no fucking buddy can come and tell you when, oh, why don't you leave? You know, like the person's ever going to change and you like listen to them. No, you got to listen to yourself. Only you can say when enough is enough and only you can say, OK, you know what? I'm ready to move on. Right. And who knows what that looks like? Who knows? Again, my enough was enough was like 18 years, but it still wasn't enough for me because I was still allowing him to use my body sexually, right? He, oh God, literally had to intervene and take him out of my life by making him get a new supply and him being like, oh, I don't want to talk to you no more. But even if, even then, we were still flirting even though he moved in with this new supply, Because I didn't know how to let go because of my attachment style. Because I didn't know how to love myself. Because I didn't know what boundaries look like. Right? (coughs) So even then, I was still begging. I was still wanting to be with this person. And that person was still taking advantage of me. Because at the end of the day, they knew how hurt I was. They knew that, you know, I had a hard time trying to let them go. But they still still was okay with using me. And using the other person. Because why? Narcissists lack remorse. Narcissists do what's best for them. Right? And nothing will ever change with them. So at the end of the day, I'm sharing all my knowledge and all my experience with you guys. Because I lived it. I've been through it. And I'm still healing from it. I'm still on my healing journey. And this is why I'm trying to help everybody out there to wise up and rise up. To stand in the facts of what we learned. Because you can learn everything, you can get motivated, you can get inspired or whatever, whatever. But like I said, only you can know when enough is enough. Only you can say, you know what, I'm going to stand in the facts. I know what who this person is. I know what I'm going through is not okay. I know what I don't want to accept and what I'm willing to not accept anymore, right? And say, I, like, what's, what's going to be your breaking point? And then learn 
stand in the facts, take that knowledge that you learned to wise up and rise up and make a difference inside of your life to become a better version of yourself. Because when you're with that narcissist, you're not a better version of yourself. You're a version for them because everything you do is to feed their ego and to please them, right? So when you detach from them, that's why a lot of times when people get out of the relationship with the narcissist, they don't even know who the fuck they are, right? I know I didn't know who the hell I was. And I had to start to learn who I, who I am and who God created me, be, created me to be and what God says about me and not what somebody else says about me that really, truly didn't give a fuck about me, right? So please, y'all, stand in the facts to wise up and rise up inside of your life. I feel like this podcast that I shared with you is really, 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 you know, important for people to understand, you know, it's okay. It's okay if you've been with the narcissist for such a long time. You didn't waste any years because all those years you were learning, you were growing, you were evolving. So don't beat yourself up if you were with the narcissist for such a long period of time and say, oh, I wasted my life. No, you didn't waste your life. You did the best that you can at that moment with what with the knowledge that you had. But now you're wiser. Now there's more access to things that will educate you about your experience. So now it's time for you to, again, wise up and rise up inside of your life. And then there's people who, again, who, if they're listening to this, if you don't understand why people are in a, you know, a narcissistic relationship for so long, there you go. I just shared with you why, right? Knowledge is power, but knowledge is only power if you implement it and you do something with it, right? And only you and only you alone can, again, wise up and rise up inside of your life for you. So thank you so much for tuning into this episode, you guys. I really appreciate all you guys supporting the Wise Up, Rise Up NARC community. Let's work on ourselves today to become a better version of ourselves today with the knowledge that we learned today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll talk to you guys again on another episode.